Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When the sun goes down, all the monsters come out to play. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Welcome to Geo After Dark. I'm your host, Geo Braun. Hey folks, this is Scott Simmons from Tunocracy. You're listening to my buddy Geo Braun and his podcast, Geo After Dark. Take it away, G. That's right. It's that time once again for yours truly, Geo Braun. Kind of an introduction to my world. The world of an artist. The world of, well, the world of a podcaster. But uh, more than anything, the world of a creative mind, I guess, is the best way to describe it. So, it's yours, truly, me, Geo. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be back with you today. Most likely you're listening to me after dark. But in any case, uh, thank you to Scott Simmons, my brother from another mother there. Scott uh, has been with Tunocracy for a while, and uh, he loves what he does. He's an animator. I've known him for many years now, and been lucky enough to know him for many years. So thank you very much, Scott, for being the wind beneath my wings. So that leaves us with the question of what we're going to talk about this time here on Geo After Dark. I want to talk a little bit about basically what I do with my painting work. How do I do it? The process of. Um, I touched a little bit about that for those who follow me on Facebook. You might have seen the picture of me in Michael's of all places. Yes, that's right. I shop just like everybody else. I shop for my supplies at Michael's Arts and Crafts. And no, they're not giving me a kickback. But okay, whatever. Um... So, yeah, I went to go get my supplies because I'm doing some painting work as we speak. I'm doing actually a couple paintings for a gallery show coming up, a Star wars theme gallery show in the month of August, and I'll be talking more about that as we get closer to it. But uh, the actual show is Star wars theme, like I said, and, I mean, I am a fan. It was the, it was the first movie I had ever seen uh, in the theater uh, as a kid. So the movie itself is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I grew up all my life and have followed it through many incantations, um, good and bad. I mean, let's face it, nobody likes Jar Jar. But uh, it's one of those things that really has influenced me creatively, um, the process of which has drawn out many, many cool ideas in my head. Um, The idea of, of good versus evil... Uh, all these things, um, you know, the creative 
robots and designs that happened in those movies. I mean, that's back in the day. I mean, it was really one of the original blockbusters, you know, and I followed it all through the many years that it's been around. I mean, it's been around, oh gosh, close to 40 years now uh, since Star Wars first began uh, its reign of, of gloriousness. And anyways, it's one of those things that has really influenced me. So when I heard about this show and I was asked to be a part of it, I couldn't wait to uh, put my hat into the ring, if you, if you will. And I, I'm glad I did. I mean, right now I'm doing two paintings for this, possibly three. Uh, the ideas for these paintings really kind of go along with who I am today. And now, uh, who I am today is, you know, I'm, I'm a creative guy, but I, I tend to stick towards the more, uh, how, how would I call it? Not erotic, per se, because it's not all erotic. I mean, but a very sensual style, a very sensual style to my design. And, um, well, you know, I, I, that's, that's my realm. That's where I choose to be. I like being there. I like doing it that way. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the first rule of Geo's book of creativity. Uh, do what you love. And I love drawing pinups. I love drawing pinup art. I love drawing the sensual form and figure of the female body. Um, it's where I like to be. <laughs> so that being said, I, I'm actually working on some pinup, almost pinup, I guess, styles for this art show and for these characters I'm going to be creating for this show. And it's one of those things that I really kind of enjoy the idea of, of blending these two things together, the pinup art that I love to do, plus the Star Wars gallery show design concept. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this show, but the question really kind of remains, where, where do I get my passion for this? Now, mind you, I've only been painting, well, since probably 1993, I guess, was my first real painting, because it was a class project. Uh, I was, you know, in high school, uh, the teacher gave us ideas for design, uh, I had never really painted much beforehand. It, it seemed too hard to do at the time. And I didn't have much patience growing up. So it just seemed like such an uh, insurmountable uh, job to be a painter. I didn't even like painting rooms. You know, I, I didn't do any of that. So I did this one painting. I, I found that I really enjoyed the process. Um, but it would be many years before I actually go ahead and do more painting work. I did this painting in high school that got me a scholarship and got me into illustration at the Pastina Art Center, which is a very illustrious school out here in California. But at the same time, too, it, it really came down to um, this whole process of, of, of really just too much for me to handle at that point. I didn't have the patience to be a painter. Uh, I like sketch work and I like, you know, sketch art, but illustration really started to broaden my horizons. It would just take many years for that focus to come into play. Uh, about 2009, I actually went ahead and, on a whim, someone very close, very dear to me, had said, 
why don't you try painting? Because at that point, I did most everything I do on my on my computer, on the Betty. <laughs> the Betty is my computer. It's named the Betty. It's my Mac, my iMac. In any case, I, I mainly worked as a digital artist at that point, and I liked working as a digital artist. But someone mentioned to me, you know, you should try painting. I mean, you never know. I mean, it could could be something that you really enjoy. And I said, yeah, it'd been a long time. But I said, I, I, I said, sure, what the hell? Let's do this, you know? And I started doing small work. It was eight by tens, really. These paintings were small, <laughs> and I needed something bigger to work on. But it really kind of gave me, it really kind of gave me a sense of the love I would have for doing painting work. Now, I generally work in acrylics. Uh, I like working in acrylics. I like the way the dry time on acrylics is really good for me. Because, again, I'm still, <laughs> at my heart, I am still impatient. Uh, but, sure enough, I love working with acrylics. And blending the colors has really kind of come around for me to become a, a, a great passion. I find myself now, when I'm doing painting work, I, I did some gallery shows um, soon after I started doing conventions and soon after I started doing, you know, getting my name out there, uh, a couple of galleries were interested in my work, which was really kind of, you know, like, wow, really? <laughs> I'm pretty fresh at this, but they seemed to really like it. And I did my first one man show in 2010 and I was very excited about that. I, I, I had, I don't know how many, I think close to 15 paintings uh, throughout this one gallery in Whittier. Uh, it was beautiful. It was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I really was happy to be a part of that uh, process. And so these paintings hung in this gallery for the better part of a month. Um, it was just so much fun to do. It was a lot of work, you know. It was a lot of work to... to it was my first gallery show, and, and this is about a year into me becoming a painter. Uh, or at least trying my hand at it. It was it was definitely a, a trying ordeal because painting is. I mean, painting can be very trying. You know, it's not like on Photoshop where <laughs> you can easily just you know command Z and <laughs> and you go right back to the last step that you made. Uh, you can't do that as a painter. <laughs> So, yeah, you have a tendency to, to sometimes drive yourself crazy, and, and you swear you wish you could just <laughs> press Command-Z and go backwards uh, just one step. But not going to happen, no matter how many times you do it. Anyway, so after my first show, I did another show and another show, and I really enjoyed the painting work. But uh, at the time, I hadn't gotten a place that would withstand all my paintings. I mean, uh, um, before I've acquired the most recent incantation of Braun Manor, um, they were, it was really hard to keep them anywhere, uh, storing them, you know, when they weren't in shows, when they weren't being put out there. Um, it started to become more and more of a problem because I started doing more and more paintings and <laughs> running out of room more and more. So it became a whole process in it within itself. But the end result was I kept on going and kept on painting. And now, uh, in Braun Manor, I have not only a place to put 
my paintings, but I have my own studio to work at. So it's really kind of cool for me to be, you know, continually, continually being able to paint uh, and not worry about things like that. Because that's just bullshit, man. It's, it's, you shouldn't have to worry about, where am I going to put this next painting? But unfortunately, that's reality. Um, so here we are. It's uh, Friday. It's Saturday. No, actually, now it's Monday, July 20th. And um, it's been raining pretty much all weekend, which is not okay. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because, yes, we do need the rain here in California. As many of you across the land might know, we're in the middle of a drought. And it's only getting worse. Uh, this weekend, unfortunately, uh, it was still summer, so it's still very hot. So you mixed hot with rain. And what you get is Florida. <laughs> what you get is uh, muggy, humidity, uh, constant stickiness, and sweaty. And it's, it's just not good. Um, it's not okay. So I am sitting here, and if you do hear a bit of a hum in the background, that's one of my fans blowing at me to keep me cool in the midst of this ridiculous heat and humidity. <laughs> um, anyways, back to what I was saying. The painting process for me, I just continually kept on doing it, and I got better at it the more I did it. The, the more I blended, the more I created. You just, you just get better at it uh, if you don't give up. So I have a place for all these paintings now. Now some I have sold, some I've given away as gifts, uh, to many people in my life. Some I've actually raffled off. When I'm at cons, I do various raffles sometimes. Uh, and in which case, I go ahead and raffle off some of these, uh, you know, some of these paintings. So, it really kind of depends. Um, but I do love doing them. The majority of them deal with the Untold Chronicles, my first graphic novel series. The characters from there... Uh, from that series really do kind of inspire me. So to paint them was really, it's my forte. It's my forte. It's what I like to do. So, you know, the idea of continually painting, this is my first gallery show I'll be doing where I'm not painting characters from my stories. I'll be actually painting characters from somebody else's stories. Thank you, Mr. Lucas. Um, it's kind of cool. I'm digging it. Uh, the process itself, I like I said, it's nice having a studio to do this in. I, I really enjoy that factor. The the whole it's an in and of its entirety. The process of painting for me is very zen. It is very much a mindset that gives me a feeling of of euphoria which is, it's hard for me to understand and explain. It's, it's bliss for me. Um, now, working digitally is also a great joy of mine. I love the outcome. I love what I do with it and what I'm able to do with it and how I've progressed and evolved as a digital artist. But the painting process is, is more painstaking, um, yes. But at the same time, too, there is a certain... I don't know, there's a certain feeling of bliss, like I said, that really comes across me when I'm doing it. And it makes me want to do it even more and even more. 
I set the, I set time aside now, every day. I, I've scheduled it out so that there's a certain portion of the day or late into the night where I will actually go ahead and just start painting. Um, I have my whole studio set up there. It's kind of funny. I'm not sure if anybody might have seen this on Facebook when I first finished making it, what it is today. But it kind of looks like if those who've ever seen the Showtime show Dexter, kind of like it looks like Dexter's kill zone where he does all of his work. Uh, it wasn't intentional, um, but it does seem to fit the bill. And uh, it does get messy, so I put up uh, these plastic, uh, big plastic tarps everywhere. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like to get messy. <laughs> so I end up doing uh, my painting work uh, amidst these big clear plastic tarps, and it does kind of look like Dexter's kill zone. So anyhow, I have a, I'll describe it a little bit as far as the actual studio uh, it is filled with the paintings that I've done. I have them in these big cardboard boxes, uh, generally used for televisions, but uh, luckily work well for my. They work well for my uh, needs, and <laughs> they're all behind the plastic so they don't get splattered on. But nowadays there's a fan in there because it's freaking ridiculously hot, and because it is in, in within my garage of Braun Manor, the studio, um, I'd rather not swelter and, and sweat into my eyes while I'm trying to work. I have a giant speaker. <laughs> I have a speaker that you can attach uh, your cell phone or your iPad to, and I do, and uh, connects directly to, and I put on my Pandora, and depending on what kind of mood I'm trying to really work in is what I'll actually develop. So uh, that's a big a big thing for me in anything I do in terms of my work is... It's, it's music. Music will draw out the feelings that I want to really draw out. So for me, music is very important. It's a part of that process. And, uh, you know, so I, I continually have music playing. And like I said, depending on what the, the real emotion I want to convey, uh, you'll, I'll, be, I'll be playing anything from Nine Inch Nails to... Shit. Aha. <laughs> They did have more than one song, so, you know, so or Tori Amos is another great one. Her early work, especially, I'm more of a fan of her early work. Um, sometimes I'll put on soundtracks, you know. Um, sometimes I'll derive the sound from my uh, computer up here in my pirate office, uh, and I'll throw it down there via the the Wi-Fi and play it through there. So you know, it depends on really what what the mood is. You have to set a mood. Um, would be my suggestion if you want to start painting. Once you get that going, I mean, you just, it's, it's a ball of fire. You just keep on going and you keep on doing something with it. And don't be afraid to make mistakes. That's a big thing for me because it does suck when you, you have this glorious feeling of what you're doing and then all of a sudden you just make one minor stroke and the next thing you know, you feel as though you've gone out of sync and ruined it or what have you. But don't let that stop you because it can be fixed. Um, sometimes it's easier than others, but you can fix that and just keep going, you know, keep making that art happen. Don't ruin the flow. Keep the flow constant. Um, it's, this is the Zen in painting podcast for Geo After Dark. Yeah, so that's, that's a big part of it for me is music. Beyond music, 
uh, I wear a, a really messy, splattered smock, usually. And, you know, I'm just going to town, man. I have a spotlight there that, uh, if need be, if I'm working late into the night, will be there to uh, brighten the uh, darkest of the studio. And I just keep going. I mean, I, I keep working. I keep doing something on it. Um, the paints themselves, I, like I said, I use acrylics. Uh, found in any Michael store across the land. No, they're not giving me a kickback once again. I wish they would, because God knows I've spent enough money on them. But most recently, I, I, I was very lucky. They had a sale on canvases. So uh, I was really lucky to get a... My, the largest canvas I think I've ever gotten thus far. Um, and it was very large. <laughs> it was like uh, 40 by 60. Yeah, it was actually so large that it didn't fit in my car to uh, bring home. I had, to, <laughs> I had to have a friend save me. And by the way, thank you again, Carlos, for helping me out there, saving the day with your truck. Because damn, dude, I was stuck. <laughs> I had no I had no way of bringing this big giant ass canvas home. And I was uh I was shit up, up shit creek, man. I, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I didn't want to take it back in the store. Um so I just called my buddy and he luckily was close enough that he helped me. So that happened. Th these are some of the adventures that you'll run into probably. Um be advised, if you do buy a giant ass canvas because it only costs you $30 where normally it would cost you 100, Make sure you have a vehicle big enough to take it home in. That's a lesson from your uh, friendly neighborhood, Geo. But my point in all this is to definitely explain to you this. If you decide to go ahead and start painting, by all means, go for it. And do it because you want to do it. Don't feel forced. Let it flow through you. That creativity is there. You know you have it. And it's just a matter of letting it flow. Um, and before too long, it starts to become this obsession, uh, at least for me, it becomes an obsession to keep on going and keep on doing something because you want to see the finished product. You want to see the ending of that, the completion of whatever you're advising, whatever you're creating. Um, the end result is glorious no matter what it is. Um, so, you know, just keep going is my suggestion as far as the, the process of painting. If you're into that, rock on. Uh, this has uh, been the Painting is Zen. Happy little Jedi's edition. <laughs> Bob Ross, if you're out there somewhere in the, in the cosmos, sir, thank you. And for all those out there who are listening, follow me on my Patreon account. Just go ahead and type in Geo Braun on Patreon in the search bar there, and you'll find me. Um, donate, if you can. Donate to my Patreon. Become a patron of Good in the Art. Follow me on my Facebook account. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on all social medias. Just Google Geo Braun, and you'll see me there. Also, go to my website. I do a lot of my uh, design work. I put a lot of it out there, and you're, it's there for you to see. Braun Graphics, B-R-A-W-N, G-R-A-P-H-I-X dot com. You'll see a lot of my commission work. You'll see a lot of uh, what I do with the Untold Chronicles. You'll actually see the first two books of the Untold Chronicles there for you to look at and a preview of book three, Rosabelle and the Constant State of Death. So 
check that out as well. Also, uh, my salute to pinups. Uh, this month's Vixen is actually, I've gone something a little different here. I'm doing Geo's Retro Vixens. That's right. We're going back in time a little bit, and I'm showing you something that some of you may never have seen before, and some of you almost forgot. And the first Retro Vixen is Sybil Danning, who is uh, a femme fatale from back in the day. She did many Skinamax-type movies back in the day, uh, sexploitation flicks and so forth. She was just always known as the badass in most of them. Most recently, she was in the Rob Zombie film uh, Halloween. So, uh, you know. But back in the day, yeah, she was she was known as being quite the little uh, vixen there. So I figured, what the hell, let's go ahead and take that up a notch and make her one of Geo's retro vixens. Anyhow, check out all that I do on my website, on my Facebook, on my Twitter. Uh, check out Geo After Dark on Facebook as well. That's where you'll be able to see the links to all these episodes. Until next time, good night, America, wherever you are. Mr. Sunshine, yay. Really, Geo? Really? <laughs> Paid for and sponsored by your friends at the Illuminati. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No dumb. Ta-da.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.